If we had the ideal conditions for practicing metta, we'd have all the time in the world to develop these categories. And the traditional way these practices are taught, perhaps in a monastic setting where people might be there for months at a time, is that you would stay with each category until it reached the level of caring of the category before. So as we go through these different um, types of beings, that sense of bringing that same amount of caring. Unfortunately, we don't have that. We have just these number of days, and so we get to, you know, it's Monday, it must be the easy person. I mean, the neutral person. And so, you know, it can be a sense of moving along perhaps faster than you feel ready to because of the time it takes to develop the caring and establish the relationship with each new being. But as we offer and shift the focus of the metta in the guided instructions, really know that it's up to you to see how does the practice work for you? Where does it really easily settle? I love the instruction in metta is go to where it's easy. Have that be your doorway. Most of us are so kind of conditioned to, I need to fix the worst parts of my life or myself or my relationship and let's get going with that because that's what needs to happen. And the wisdom here is no. Really establish a foundation of caring for these beings that we put in the easy category. And then you can truly know what metta feels like. And the heart gains that resiliency and strength And then you can open to where it's perhaps more challenging and more difficult. There's a real wisdom to that as a practice, as a way of practicing. So the traditional categories in order usually a self-benefactor, dear friend, and today we call it uh, the neutral person. Sylvia likes to call it the familiar stranger. We actually blended a little the first three categories in the, in the first day or so because for many of us, it's not so categorical. Self isn't necessarily easy. It's not a doorway for us. Some of us don't have a relationship to a benefactor. So to try and uh, make the practice accessible for as many people as possible, we just called that the easy category and allowed each of you to find your doorway in. But hopefully over these days, you know, it doesn't matter if you have a differentiation between benefactor and dear friend. Perhaps you have. Perhaps there's a friend who falls more in the benefactor category, or it's your cat or your dog or your parakeet or whatever. But we just want to have a sense of having a few people that we're moving between to develop the metta, because each one will bring a little different flavor. Each one will bring um, a a relationship and all the memories and history. And each one perhaps will have its challenges, places we need to um, steady the metta and see if we can keep coming back to the sense of caring, even as the difficult memories come up. But the category is basically self benefactor, which includes people who've helped us, who've supported us, who've been an inspiration for us. Um, It could be teachers, grandparents, you know, someone who the heart just really easily opens. The the, um, relationship is fairly uncomplicated. You appreciate them, their good qualities, what you love about them. And then the third category of the uh, the dear friend 
someone who also we have a warm feeling for, but the relationship might be a little more complicated. And then, of course, metta for self. And it's amazing how, I think Larry said, we ourselves can fall into each one of those categories. You know, we can be our, our benefactor in, in coming to retreats like this and the inspiration and the intention towards opening. We can be a good friend to ourselves and then fall into the other categories where there's not caring or we're difficult. So whatever your relationship to the metta for self, always helpful to include some amount of time, whether it's the beginning or the end of a period of, me- of the meditation, the formal meditation. Perhaps you spend a lot of time with metta for self. Beautiful, really healing. If you do that, though, I always encourage to spend some time with beings from the other categories. It just gives a kind of perspective on the metta, brings a different flavor. So we just want to have a kind of fluency with the practice as we open to more categories. Some sense of intentionality as we do a period of practice. So we're not kind of like just whoever pops into the mind. That can be a great way to practice, say, at home or at certain times. But here we're really wanting, as I talked last night, about the steadiness of the practice which really comes from choosing one person in each category and staying with those for periods of time. So whatever proportion might work for you in a formal sitting or walking, whether it's a half and half or 10 minutes with one and the rest, it doesn't have to be regimented, but just that there's not a kind of confusion about who you're sending metta to. There's a steadiness and an intentionality as we develop the practice. So today it is Monday, if you've lost track, and it is uh, the neutral person, that category, as I said, Sylvia likes to call it the familiar stranger, because what we find is in this category, which is meant to represent someone we know, but we don't know much about, Um, could be someone here on the retreat that you just see day after day, you might not even know their name, could be someone in your life at the post office or the bank or the garbage man or, um, you know, someone you see regularly at work but you don't really know. But what we start to see as soon as we bring that person up and kind of audition them, audition them for the role, someone who you hadn't given much thought to, the mind immediately moves to liking, not liking. And it's interesting, you can audition a number of people like, nope, nope, not them, nope, oh, I like them, nope, nope, because the heart so easily moves in that way. So the advice is don't look for someone who's completely neutral. Maybe you can find them, but it's actually really rare. But someone who's mainly neutral, and mainly that you don't know much about them. So that they're kind of the unknown. And this category is really the doorway to this opening of the heart, to basically all beings, all those countless unknown beings. You know, we have our circle of familiars, the people we know and love, the intimates, and then outside of that, people we know and perhaps we don't love them so much. But there's countless untold beings that we don't know. And this category of the neutral or the familiar stranger is a doorway to that. Can we extend the metta to this person, to the, uh, representing a category of countless numbers of beings? So for some people it's actually easier because there isn't a history. There isn't a 
a sense of push or pull in the relationship. And it's like just a very unconditional because we're not invested. For other people, it can be challenging because it's a little dry. We don't know anything about this person. There's no history, no story, no memories. But where it can be interesting or help, what can be interesting or helpful is to reflect that you don't know, need to know anything about someone to know that they want to be happy, to know that they've had a lifetime of joys and sorrows, of successes and failures, of things that went well for them and places where they've really struggled, of their dreams and hopes, their challenges, that they've had physical and emotional difficulties, illnesses, that their loved ones have had the same challenges, they've lost people, they've grieved, they've rejoiced. We can know that about anyone because we all share this universal nature, wanting to be happy, wanting not to suffer, wanting to take care of ourselves, and wanting those we love to have the same experience. So we use that to help support the metta for this new category of being. If you find that it, it's not working, that it dries up a little, um, then it, again, this instruction, go back to where it's easy. Refresh the metta, whichever of the easier categories works for you, self-benefactor or friend. And then when you feel a little more stable, connected, the, the metta, and I'm not talking about gushing love, but just a basic warmth, a basic willingness. It's kind of like you're knocking on someone's door and saying, you okay in there? How you doing? You know, I hope you're doing okay. It doesn't have to be uh, effusive love. It's just caring. It's just kindness. It's the willingness to not cultivate ill will. It's just the, the basic human kindness of, of goodwill and, and uh, wishing well. As we add more categories, it can seem complicated, like, you know, do I have to do them all and how much and, you know, which one's first and a sense of choosing. Always keep it simple. Start where it's relatively easy and maybe that's self, maybe it's one of the other benefactor or friend. So you have a sense of the meta flowing and then bring in the new category. Again, there's no right or wrong here. You really can't do this practice wrong if you keep cultivating the intention towards kindness and well-wishing. It doesn't matter who it's directed to because what we ultimately see, it's not about the effect on the other person. Especially in this category, you don't know them. You don't know their lives and, and what's happening. So we can't sort of validate our metta by their having an improved experience. We can't in the other categories either. But we can see that the, our heart can be transformed and open, that, that just through the caring, just through this, the interest, the connection, the sense, whether you call it love or friendliness, can grow. That it's not that it's only our intimate circle that we can care about. The heart has this much wider capacity for empathy, for caring. So, let's begin with our formal practice. Again, this invitation to sit as comfortably as possible. 
sense of uprightness, dignity, straightness of spine, this fresh morning air, a sense of alertness perhaps. But if you notice you're tired or sleepy, keep your eyes open or stand up. This practice can be done in any posture. So just checking in for yourself, where is the energy now? What would be the kind thing to do to invite as much clarity and connection as you can this morning? Allowing the breath to open and expand the chest and abdomen so that there's a sense of relaxation and softness in the face, the chest, the belly. Just this is an act of metta, kindness. Allowing this body that's been through so much, physical, emotional, has often contracted around those experiences, a sense of armoring or protection. Make, let the breath be as comfortable as possible in this moment. Chest and belly soft. The breath inviting us into presence. Resting the attention at the center of the chest, if that's helpful for you. And then beginning the practice of metta, which, with whichever category is easy for you. Wherever your doorway is, self, benefactor, friend. Connecting with that being, with a visual image sensing what you like about them, appreciate their good qualities, especially if it's for yourself. And then sending the wishes of kindness to this person, this being. May you be safe and protected from harm. May you be happy healthy and at ease. Whatever phrases are working for you right now. Resting the attention in the center of the chest. If there's an image or a felt sense, perhaps it can come together in that place, the center of the chest. The phrases are aligned with the breathing, the image and the felt sense, just resting there in the center of the chest. Again, if that doesn't work, find whatever way works for you. Sense of steadiness, willingness to begin again, if you find you get lost.
Now bringing in this person you've chosen for the familiar stranger or the neutral person. You may audition two or three people and see how quickly the heart makes a judgment, evaluation. And that's okay. But if you notice that happening, best to choose someone that it goes more towards the liking rather than disliking. Make it easier for you. Just someone you don't know, but you see regularly, perhaps you can visualize their face. Perhaps it's someone on the retreat. You can see them walking or sitting in the dining room. As much as you can, kind of sensing into them the little you know about them in their place of work, wherever you see them. Just these reflections that I spoke about. You know that they have this whole lifetime of experiences. Want to be happy and not want to suffer. Saying the same phrases of well-wishing for this person. Just a basic sense of kindness, friendliness. You find that the metta really isn't flowing after a while, then you can go back to somewhere easy and bring, come back to the neutral person later in the session. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.